The Pistons are the basketball champions of the world. It's time, Detroit. It's time. It's playoff time, Detroit. Let's go to work. Shout out, Detroit. I got to buff up. You know what I'm saying? Detroit, I'm all the way in. Detroit Pistons, I'm all the way in. Let's do it. What up, Dell Pistons fans? And welcome to another episode of the Buff Zone Podcast. We are the best POD in the 313. I know it's bad because right when I hit record, I stuttered because I did not know how to enter the pod because we it's been so bad. It's just that bad. So today, ladies and gentlemen, um, I have a notebook. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a little therapy session. We're all going to talk about our feelings. And we're going to talk about, you know, why we're sad and what we can do to make things better. I know Gabe has some suggestions. Um, so let's not get into it. I don't have any glasses to put on here, but let's pretend I put on my glasses, licked my pen, and I'm ready to write. Gabe, tell me what we can do and how are you feeling right now amidst this negative 19 game winning streak the Pistons are on right now? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not good. Um. And I think one of the main culprits here is Jaden Ivey. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. That this guy's just buried in the bench, put in the corners, not being able to like be on ball and play. That's my main gripe with this team. There are a lot of others, but um I just had a little a starting lineup change, I guess. Um where we take Stu out. Theoretically, if Duran is healthy, and if not, we just put a Sarin at the four and just let IVK, Bogey, Sarin, Stu just kind of run and like other people handle the ball other than Cade more. And I think that would just be in general a positive thing. So, is that your main like reasoning for taking out Stu? You just want another ball handler out there? Yeah, like that's with it's kind of been like on Twitter and and reddit and stuff like Stu works because he can shoot but he doesn't work because he can't create so once that's gone like he's just a liability but okay. he's still a great player like he's still one of our top, i wouldn't say great player Com- comparatively to the rest of our players on the roster he's a great player so i'll i'll let valley and connie jump in in a minute here but i just want to like try to tie the two points you made there you said Jaden ivy is a lot of talking point why not put Jaden Ivey in the starting lineup? Valley's been clamoring about it for weeks. No, I yeah, I, I think he should on. start, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how would you feel about Kate Killian, Ivy, Bogey, Dern, if Dern is actually healthy? That would work as well. I think, yeah, it's just if you prefer a star or Killian. They both kind of play the same where they're technically good at basketball. They just can't score. Even though Killian, as of late, I got to say, he's been pretty good. I just, that's I just why want some I'm more ball more, handling that isn't yeah. Cade and just some more space on the floor. That's why I'm leaning more towards Killian than Asar in this instance. It seems like at this point in time, they're trending in opposite directions. There was like a two or three game stretch where I'm like, oh my God, maybe Asar figured this out. He can make one of five through the game and now he can't even touch the rim. Uh, but Killian isn't touching the rim either, but his are actually going through the hoop. So that's also interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> Valley... <laughs> While I'm talking positively about Killian Hayes, can you just inject some more Killian Hayes positivity into this pod? Oh, I would love to, but my my Killian point kind of is contrary to another player. So I don't know if we want to get right back into being negative because I have some takes on that lineup as well. Um, Go into it, dude. We're on a negative with, 19 game winning streak. Be as negative as you want. 
I gotta take well, on. I gotta take on lineup changes as well. Yeah. Let, so like with with Durant out right now, I would love to do, uh, three guards, bogey, and stew at the five, and just do five out, um, and just have a ton of spacing. Um, I I, I think in that instance, if we go stew at the five, I I'd, I'd prefer Sar to be in the lineup, which would likely yeah. be at the expense of of Killian. I mean, I mean of Jaden Ivy rather than Killian Hayes. So I think no. I wouldn't be. Able- <laughs> no, I'm just no, saying. Dude, like, I think that's the problem, though. Should Ivy not be playing over Killian? No, I think Ivy has been horrible, man. But I, I do think long term, I I guess so. Um, but I'm saying Monty would wouldn't play Jaden Ivy if we're playing two guards. I think he'd go Cade, Hayes, Bogiasar, Stu, um, which I think is a pretty well balanced starting five. You have your your all your um another ball handler. You have another creator and and, and threat in Boyan Bogdanovich. And this time when Stu stands in the corner, I think it can actually be useful because it'll either leave him wide open or it'll drag their five out. Um, I think it would open things up so much. And 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 I'm at, you've on, you've constantly gone to these like Joe Harris, Monte Morris, anybody who can shoot the ball. We'll we'll play those five guys. Um, I think this is a good a good settlement between shooting and while having at least some defense left on the court. Um I think I would like to try it, and I would like to just stick with the lineup. I'm tired of changing the lineup every single game. Um, I think it's a big reason as to why we throw the ball out of bounds to nobody, to a fence in courtside, uh, like multiple times a game. Uh, yeah, shout out to the familiarity. Yeah, shout out to the ladies that got hit in the noggin. <laughs> yeah, that was that was bogey, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Well, I think it was bogey and Killian. Killian moved up, and bogey threw to the corner, and it just it just uh, it found a female out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> Connie, you go ahead, and then I, I've got a few other things I can probably negatively say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you talk about shuffling around this roster, putting different guys in the starting lineup, giving some more minutes. I think a good analogy is uh, you're, you're, you have the same furniture in your house, and you're moving it around to make your room look different, but every one of your pieces of furniture are covered in diarrhea. <laughs> uh, so you're moving these pieces around, but all the pieces are just bad. Um, so you mix this new lineup, you're like, oh, this 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 lineup's got some shooting, and it's like, is that lineup gonna like win minutes? Like, probably, probably not, man. Like, you really, this this team is just not full of guys. Like, what one thing that I thought with this Pistons team coming into the season was there's this philosophy like if you got if you play guys that just don't suck at basketball, you're gonna win some games. And I thought with the moves that they made, they were like subtle moves. I thought we're going to be able to field a team full of guys that don't suck at basketball, right? It feels like right now, honestly, we're fielding a team with probably like 13 people that suck at basketball. Uh, <laughs> some level, like 10 to 13 people that are just like not uh, high level or even like mid level NBA players. Uh, and it, you're just moving things around to move things around. Like, the change in the starting lineups every game, like it's still the same thing every single game where they play it close. Maybe the first quarter they go down five, and it's like once they go down five, do you guys? Yeah, it's over. They put back. No, like it's 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 done. It's over. It's so demoralizing to watch these games, especially the last game against the Magic. Uh, somebody called me, and they were consider they were like, I think the Pistons are due for one. The Magic are missing some guys. I think the Pistons are due for one. I'm going to bet – I'm going to give the Pistons 10.5 points and I'm going to bet on the Pistons. And I spent the next 15 minutes just imploring them, do not gamble on this Detroit Pistons team because you're going to lose money. And then they go out there, 
shorthanded magic team. You know, we have most of the guys back. You got Bogey back. That that was supposed to kick things into uh, some sort of order. And they lose by 30 points. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, what do, is it just a free agency thing? Is it trades? Like, what? I think we're at the. I think we might be at the very start of what is building a team. Like we thought we were. I thought. I thought. I thought that we were in that next that next stage. Like we've put some pieces together. Now it's time to like have a mesh and playable basketball. I'm not sure they put any pieces together. Like, they put maybe one or two pieces together, like long-term pieces, which Ricade is probably a, a possible long-term piece, and Duran is possibly a long-term piece. Like, all these other guys, Jaden, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, are they above-average NBA players? Do they have those ceilings? I don't know. Durant, uh, Stu, I, I like, and I think could thrive on a on a good team. But – uh. He's he's overtaxed in this in this lineup. Like he's not a guy that's putting the ball on the court. He he's not a guy that's uh, making those four man plays. He should be the Al Horford uh, option, you know. But Al Horford is like good. Yeah, know? I know. No, like, but, like compared to our team, right? Passes. Al Horford isn't like you don't pass to Al Horford to make a play. He's kind of like the you kind of do Al Horford the end product or the last resort. Ten guy in this like. Yeah, okay, no, no. I'm saying current 38-year-old Al Horford. Still a fast processor of a game, a great passer. Like Stu isn't not that guy, man. He's like he's the guy that you set up with. He'd be great on the Dallas Mavericks. Isaiah Stewart on the Dallas Mavericks, I think, would be like like people like that you'd have you'd have him on the Zach Lowe top ten things I'm liking. Because he's gonna he would stand in the corner, he'd stand at the top of the key, he would hit catch and shoot three pointers and he played defense. But like I don't know. He's not the creator. He's not a maker and there's I don't know. There's he's not a yeah, there's no So we've all kind of touched on it. So I'll just kind of bring it back to it. Of all of the starting lineup variations that we've seen so far this year, what is one that stuck out to you in your head that worked the best? I would Perfect. I would jump the gun and say the three guard lineup. Yeah, that, that's my. Uh, Even though we briefly saw it, I believe they were they were all positive in in the box score in terms of the uh, plus minus, and then the bench mob just kind of went crazy that game. But <laughs> let's, let's run it with Bogey, you know, he's fixing things. I honestly really like, but they played the Cavs tough until they didn't. I like that starting lineup. That with Marvin. Oh, that, you know, that was the three-guard lineup. That was the three-guard lineup. And then bogey up the bench. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Is there – this is kind of off-topic, but is there a timetable for Dern's return? They said two, two weeks to reevaluate it. Reevaluate it in two weeks. Give him five. Give him five. Yeah, exactly. Come back next season. Man, we just cannot get off this injury bug either. I feel like we've had at least two guys on the injury reserve at least every game this year. I mean, now Marvin Bagley is doubtful for tomorrow, so the only bigs you're going to have against the Pacers are going to be James Wiseman and Isaiah Stewart. And and to me, that's a perfect opportunity then to to go to that aforementioned Isaiah Stewart at the five lineup. Um, oh, <laughs> there's no way you're lining up Wiseman Stew out there. <laughs> I wouldn't put put it past Monty at this point because Stu cannot guard Miles Turner down low. I don't think. 
Like, Stu's just not big enough. Going big against the Pacers is not the answer, though. No, it's not. But, like, but if you watched last night, AD and LeBron, they hit their first three at the end of the third quarter, and they're up 10 points. Yeah. (laughs) That's a nice game. That in season tournament is actually pretty hype. That was super. Oh, yeah. It got crazy towards like the final two rounds, I think, which is cool. I had I a prediction that we do good in that this year. At least I hope. Yeah, Valley <laughs> that would have been fun. Valley had a prediction we were winning fifty games this year. Hey, is it still possible? Yeah, it's still possible. Hey, yeah. what are you talking about? I'm it. Oh my bad. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot that we have to be positive. This is a therapy session. Sorry. No, uh, let's, let's let me get back to the negativity. Thing. Oh, okay. Before you take it back negative. Getting Bogey back in the lineup, it just felt good. Like you saw, he's not completely like warmed up yet. I think, but man, like he can shoot. Like it's just the mindset of like a person who can score and is good at basketball. He's just missed some easy shots. I thought so far. What about I mean, Orlando? That, yeah, that most recent game. <laughs> no, he was bad. He in Orlando. Yeah, he just that was just a game where a basketball player just didn't have it. I think like it happened. Yeah, you see that a lot. Especially if you're a Pistons fan. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of being a Pistons fan, take it back negative, Valley. Talk to us more negative. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> guys, guys, I'm really upset with two Pistons guards right now. Um, I'm going to start with Jaden Ivey. I'm going to start with him. I I, I do want to give these guys benefit of the doubt, um, especially in Ivey's case where he's playing just some sporadic minutes at times. You know, he won't start the first quarter, then he'll play the whole second, and then we won't see him again until it's crunch time. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what Monty's doing there. If he's going to be the sixth man, have him be the sixth man in like a normal way. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he's just been playing really bad basketball. Uh, eight points, nine points, seven points, five points, seven points. Uh, no, those are not Killian Hayes' last five games. Those are Jaden Ivey's last five games, guys. Uh, and then you just, he just looks so gosh darn lost on the defensive end. He really does. Um, what he makes up for in the effort department, which, which he'll hustle sometimes on the defensive end. It just gives it all away because he just – I don't know if he has no instincts. I don't know if he doesn't know what we're doing on defense. But he's so lost. Um, he's at 11 points a game on the season, 32% from three. Um, just really abysmal. Um, that three-point shot from all of our guards is is all really bad. Um, but just – like, you just – once a game, you'd be like, oh, I remember I saw that last season. Why don't we see that more, even if it's a shorter span? He just looks so gosh darn lost and looks like he's taken a significant step back in this short season we've had so far. Yeah. Um, and I've been damn upset with him. He's, I mean, last year, down the stretch especially, he's hitting step back three-pointers. He's hitting off the dribble three-pointers. Those are confidence shots. Those are shots you take when you're feeling yourself. This man is getting his minutes yanked around, his rotation yanked around. He's getting put out there. He's like, if you fuck up, man, like it's, it's not good. Like you're the one who's gonna who's gonna pay with those things. Like I don't like. There's not a lot of confidence building in Jaden Ivey's game. And like I feel like Jaden Ivey. We talked like the YouTube pr- uh, preview was a Ferrari. You know, you gotta let him try to do some things. And I agree. He's he's, he's real bad at defense. Uh, it doesn't really make any sense to me. Uh, he gets moved around super easy, but he's a strong guy. I don't I don't know. But offensively, he just he's getting yanked around. He's getting played like a fiddle on this, on this, on the rotations. And he, when he does play, he's often parked in the corner. 
That, or I like, don't understand that at all. Fastest <laughs> player in the league. Yeah, shoot corner three or four. I would love to have Cade in the corner. He's an actual threat from three. He's good from the corner, too, catch and shoot. I feel like he is. Cade has low-key been efficient with complete trash around him. Like, yes, he's still, like, the sloppy turnovers, but I think it's also those lineup changes you guys were talking about. But he's finally hitting threes. It's so nice to see. The one game, he took a lot of threes. I forgot which one it was. But he, he hit, like, four or five of them. And, like, he was feeling oh, yeah, he was four of nine, I think, if I remember. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, he was played. hitting it that game. I forget what game that was. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with the team. I don't even think Monty knows what's going on with the team right now. I think he's actually still in the process of trying to figure out, like, you know, what 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 goes where and who fits where. It's just – Is Monty a good coach? Yes. I'm going to hold that. <laughs> but, I mean, we've seen what he can do with it with a competent team, right? He took – that Suns team all the way to the finals, right? But one of the things that people always said about Monty is that he just doesn't make in-game adjustments. And I think we're kind of seeing that now, right? Like, even, like, I, I don't know. I just, there, there, there's so much. You can't even say what's wrong with this team because there's so many things wrong on a daily basis. And But one thing that he always preaches in his post-game press conferences is – Game plan discipline. Uh, what is it called? Game plan discipline. I don't know why I started on that. Game plan discipline. He's like, oh yeah, we weren't supposed to go under on screens. We went under on screens. That's something these guys got to learn. And I'm like, haven't you guys <laughs> like learning this since like I don't know, kindergarten? Like you don't get to the NBA. Is not something you learn. It's like, hey, do I learn to go over the screen? Go over the screen. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like. Okay, yeah, I get it. If it happens like two or three times, yeah, it happens. And the spur of the moment, you're like, oh, I think he's going to try to speed past me. I'm going to go under and try to beat him. And then they pop out. I get it. It happens. But how is it happening so much to the point where your coach is saying, yeah, it's a problem. It's game plan discipline. We're not sticking to the game plan. Whose fault is that? Is that the coach's fault? Or is that the player's fault? Like, I, I don't know, you know? So, I mean, it's there's just – I mean – we don't have any offense, right? And just when I think we're picking up steam, Bogey comes back. He has that terrible night, and we're stuck in Orlando, right? Killian Hayes plays really well, but nobody else plays well. You know, we just can't – What we're having guys who have good nights, but we're not having a team that has a good night. And the day that happens, I don't know if it's happening this year, next year, calendar wise this season next season calendar wise i don't know what's happening but when it happens we'll get a win when it happens we'll get a win but until then this is just really tough to watch because like like you guys said like you'll watch for like five ten minutes into the game and you know the pistons like at the orlando game we were up 18 12 and you're like oh my god something might happen here this may be good and then next thing you know it's like 33 18 and you're like what the heck just happened you were up by six two minutes ago. It's, when, and it, oh, and one more thing before you go. Is it weird yeah. to seem like every game there's some rando that goes off for no freaking <laughs> Who uh, knew that Bogotadze <laughs> was going to have ten freaking points in the first quarter against the Magic? I just thought that was funny. I think there's somebody that goes off against us every single game. 
I, I think we can get credit of that to being a terrible defensive team. And uh, he was wrecking us at the rim, Goga Batazi, man. He was sending back, altering, like, every shot within his presence. I was saying he was good. I didn't know he was a defender. I thought he was a stretch five. I'm not going to lie. Uh, he seems <laughs> like he's lost a lot of weight, too. I used him in 2K to get, like, two second-round picks. That's, like, <laughs> all I used for Goga Batazi. Um, a, a big thing with Monty for me is has always been the rotations. Um, and again, we just touched on so many guys in and out of the lineup. Uh, Ivy being the 11th man, uh, then not playing. Liver's not playing sometimes. Wiseman not playing, not playing. Bagley never playing. I kind of just want him to get a set rotation. Um, and I think that would stabilize a lot of people. Uh, like, just stick to something, man. Like, and, and if you're going to play Sasser don't play him four minutes, you know, like that's just give those minutes to Ivy because that's just tough. When you know, you're only playing those amount of minutes. It's like, Oh, I might have to get up some shots. I feel pressure. Um, So I just want to see him set up a solid rotation. This, um, just, this just popped into my head, but like, yeah. maybe it's, it's like a thing of like, I don't know what's working. So I'm going to keep changing it until I find something with, and I think that works. That's you know? what he said, isn't it? I, you're I, you're right. something along those lines yeah something like that yeah 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 you know I and think then, he said a few games ago yeah when you when you break down the lineup like hey we'll start you know Cade and and X we'll we'll bring this guy and this guy off the bench I I just think there's just again there's too many bodies in the way here um Alec Burks has dropped out of the rotation I think he's a valuable guy but I think it would make sense to move off of him I think it would make sense to assign Marcus Sasser to a role are you going to be a backup are you not? Are you gonna put? You, or can we put you in the G League? Um, because he's just kind of phasing in and out. Like it wasn't long ago, Marcus Sasser had what thirty on the Bucks, and we and we almost completed that crazy win. Um, so just like just a solid like night in night out, you're playing these minutes. I think we just give this team a base, you know, so we're not just switching up all the time. Um, I I have one more negative thing to say, but I've been talking a lot. Does anybody else want to hop in? I keep going. Okay. Um, now. I'm going to ignore everything. I'm going to ignore all the stats of Cade Cunningham. I'm just going to look at his field goal percentage. I don't think there should be a world where Killian Hayes shoots a better percentage from the floor than Cade Cunningham, but that's the world we're in right now. Uh, uh, Connie, you, you've gotten so far as calling Killian Hayes a basketball terrorist, right? And now he's shooting better than the guy that's supposed to lead your franchise to the promised land. I don't, I don't, I don't care about the team that's around him, how he's being put into a heliocentric offense. I don't, I don't care. You're shooting a worse percentage than Killian Hayes, and at the same time, Killian Hayes is is a way lower turnover guy. Um, I I just find it ridiculously unacceptable, um, especially with all the outs like just constant nonstop hate Killian has gotten. Um, and, and then we're going, and he's shooting a better percentage than our lead guy, um, and he's right there in terms of his three point percentage. In case you want to bring that up, it just that's something that just grinds my gears. You know, I, I officially said that he took them over, and I just wanted to bring it up and just say. We, we can't all point fingers at people and, and never point at Kate. Um, and I know we do point at Kate, but I, I guess I'm talking to Monty specifically here. You know, we talk about how he takes Ivy out of the game almost instantly uh, when he makes these mistakes and we don't see from him again. Treat Kate the same. You know, he's always treating Kate like some Lord and Savior, which is which is cool. He's the guy of this team. But like accountability has to be held. And then why, and then we can run Ivy with Ivy together with Killian Hayes more uh, once Cade makes some mistakes and give Ivy some run, you know. Um, so I guess that kind of goes out to Monty Williams, but you get my point. Yeah, but you want to have him, let him have the 
freedom of creation um because he's still a young player still learning mm-hmm. who he is in this league and if you yank him when he makes mistakes he's gonna start to look uh, like Jaden ivy i'm not i'm not saying yank him um i'm just saying like when when it's been the fourth quarter and we've had four turnovers and two missed shots in a row and we haven't made a field goal in six minutes switch some things up man like uh, i'm yeah, definitely not saying yank the him replacements kate is better at every single thing <laughs> than killian hayes and marcus sasser why, why maybe, does he shoot such? Why does he shoot a worse percentage? I, I, I'm fed up because he's like, triple I, teamed just, every possession. Uh, I don't <laughs> care, man. He shoots a worse percentage than him. I, at some point, we just got to say stop. This is a top of the five and a half turnovers a game, and say stop. This is too much, man. This I is too much. The turnovers are disgusting. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you guys remember when we said uh, Kate Cunningham was the possibility of becoming a Demar Derozan type guy? Uh, it's some t- pipe dream, yeah. Does that yeah. mid-range jump shot look like what we were seeing? When we no, were saying that? it does not. It looks, I anticipate him to clank it off the back iron every time he goes up with it. It's I mean, rushed now. It's rushed. I mean, it's it's going back iron, side iron, coming short, real short a lot of the time. 10 to 14 feet. This guy is 43%, man. 41%, 15 to 19 feet. Maybe even worse, 5 to 9 feet. He's 33%. Like... Ooh. These are the areas of the field. He has no floater, that's what I've been saying, dude. Supposed to be bread and butter, right? And these are the areas where Killian Hayes is shooting 50%, 45%, and 45%. Like, I hate to say it, but Killian Hayes' mid-range jump shot, which he doesn't take easier shots than Cade does from the mid-range. He takes Berlin uh-huh. fucking the little faders. He takes tough mid-range jumpers. They're not easier than the shots Cade gets. I was just I was just watching his Orlando highlights. He took some tough just in that game alone you've been t- you're, i know you're saying all season but like there's shots where he's like behind the backboard covered on one side he's double teamed on his right side he's making them killian's a better mid-range shooter than kate at this point and that uh clipped <laughs> yeah well i mean okay we've been so negative i guess it's time to be a little positive i guess in a in a year full of like disappointment killian hayes has kind of been a bright spot, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I get it's 13, 3, and 5 isn't what you want out of, like, your number 7 pick, but compared to where he was last year, the year before that, compared to what we saw, uh, what we wanted to see from him coming into this year, he hasn't shot the 3 well, but he's going right. He's driving right. He's being aggressive. He's getting those paint touches that you were talking about, Connie, that makes Jaden Ivey so valuable. That's what Killian Hayes is doing now. And defensively, he's not terrible. I mean, you know, for the first time in his career, he has positive win shares. Like, which, and on this team, that's kind of hard to do. Yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been a bright spot this season you know when he touches the ball he and he's not turning the ball over which is something this entire team is struggling with and there's one other note i had on marcus sasser he's streakier than i thought he was like valley you brought up that milwaukee game like from that milwaukee game to that uh showcase he put on in in new york he did basically like nothing a lot of games where if he's out there, he's not out there, it's not a big difference. He's kind of just like... I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's supposed to be a scoring first guard, right, you're not thinking Marcus Sasser's in there to make plays. You're thinking Marcus Sasser's in there to make, to make shots. You know, if you're out there to make shots... And that's the other thing. 
the guys that we have on this team to make shots are not making shots. Alec Burks, not making shots. The aforementioned Sasser, not making shots. Joe Harris, before he went down, not making shots like he's accustomed to. Isaiah Livers has also been Isaiah Livers, that was the next person I wanted to make. He's been terrible. Like, I get it you're trying to get your, like, sea legs back under you, man, but, like, it's not much different from what we've seen in prior years, you know? He catches a shot. Yeah, you know, he shoots it, and I'm not – like, I'm shocked when he makes it sometimes, which is a disappointment. Like, you shouldn't be watching a basketball team and shocked when your team makes a shot, you know? I'm shocked at every three-pointer we make, honestly. Like, how many of these guys, if it wasn't the Detroit Pistons, would be on an NBA roster? How many of these guys would make the roster for a good NBA team? Not Wiseman. Not, I don't want to say not Sasser. Probably not Jaden Ivey. I'm, not, I'm saying not Sasser. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> not all I, that could, I feel like he can be like a Peyton Pritchard type. But like Richard spot minutes. Richard, Richard better than Sasser by a good deal. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, way better. Richard's been in I'm the saying... league longer than Sasser. Yeah, but as I'm saying, Marcus Sasser is not a guy that would play rotate, would play minutes for a good team. Not a guy. Well, I mean, like, I, I get what you're trying to say. I just think it's an unfair question because no. a rookie's not going to play on a really good team most of the time anyway. But continue. Yeah, no Sasser. Fourth year, Why rookie. don't you think Ivy would? Four-year college guy. Uh, Ivy wouldn't. Ivy might actually because he has the speed and I think could be better utilized. If he's utilized correctly. If you yeah, put him like, in a team that can run, yeah. He'd be great. Like, this team is so put yeah, him next to Halliburton. So yeah. please, Ivy, Cade, Durant, Bogey, Asar. Right now, those are my guys. Killian Hayes, right now, I feel like could play some backup minutes for some team. Killian Hayes could play, yeah. On a good team. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Like, like he's not starting, but like he's not starting. I mean, we're we, like being blown away by these. I think we're just we're. Um, he's still not. He'd, he'd like, if he has to do even less. Like all he does is he plays exceptional good. defense and he's a good connector. It's not exceptional defense. Like he's an above. He just falls too much. Player. He's still like sub fifty percent effective field goal. He doesn't hit like he doesn't hit shots at a high rate. He's, like, these guys are guys that are. Passable on this team, like if this if Killian Hayes was on the 76ers, but he's not seen the court. Yeah, he is. No question. <laughs> I think he is. Like he can do so much more for guys like Embiid and Maxi. Like Gabe said, he's the connector. I can see it. All right, he's a fucking eight minute a game guy. That's right. still touching the court. <laughs> All right, you can include Hayes in there. Then it's Cunningham. Maybe Ivy, maybe Hayes, Duran, but do we like, have and Stu and Stu and Stu? You said Stu, Stu would be on the Mavericks. Yes, I agree on Stu. Stu was certain types of teams. So, okay. do do you think we should? I mean, this is kind of going back to the panic it's, last well, week. Those are all role do, players. Those are all yeah, like yeah, yeah. role players on good teams. Like nobody here is is a, like a. So do we? Do you think we need to like stay rock bottom to draft that guy, or do you think we need to make a trade to like? Oh, get talent around bottom. our guys. They rock bottom. Like I said, this is, I think we are in the beginning. We are still in the very early stages of this rebuild, and we thought we were out something. And that's what makes this one, this season sting so much, is that, like, the the 76ers, when they were doing the process, like, Hinky wasn't lying to the fan base, like, hey, we're going out and trying to win these games, right? Like, it, he, it was pretty honest. It was pretty blatant, like, hey, we're getting bites at the apple. We're trying to lose games for draft picks. 
This Pistons team, Weaver, 82 meaningful games, fucking signing this huge money coach. The Pist- We went to the first game. Uh, it said restore on the on the shirts. Uh, like, we're restoring this franchise. This is going to be a season right here. And then they come out, and they're about to set the losing record. I think it hurts so much because we thought that there was going to be something. Because they sold this team, like, there was going to be something happening this year. This was going to be, like, a semi-competitive year. There was going to be some good Pistons basketball to watch. That's what makes us hurt so much. We accept that we're in step one of this rebuild, and there's going to be, like, two... One, two more solid bottom of the barrel seasons uh, while we pick up draft picks. Then, you know, 2027, we could be the last year's Pacers. I like, um, I think to further rub the salt in the wounds, was we were sending out an apology letter to the fans last year after winning 17 games. When we're on pace for what? I think 9.58 wins. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready for the next letter, and I think it should be coming soon. I have I have a hypothetical for you guys. He needs a book. He doesn't need a letter. Go because ahead. because I I don't know where we stand on 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 Monty's safety here. The piss say the Pistons inevitably hit the losing record. They win. They lose 27 games in a row. Um, at what point do you look at Monty Williams and say goodbye? Is there a point? Uh, can I just real quick say the letter that Troy Weaver is looking for is a cover letter because he's going to be looking for new jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and Valley, to answer your question, I think Monty as well. If we hit the record, like what? What's the boiling point? He's getting this season. Like Monty's going to sign this, get fired first season, and let's get paid ten million dollars a year for the next six years by the Detroit Pistons for not coaching for us. Okay, that'll, be, that'll be a good graphic to see in 2033. Oh that's, that's the modern day. We're re-upping the Blake Griffin shit. Yeah. Okay, I, I, lo- I love this, but I want to just ask you guys a question. At the beginning of the year, was it safe to say we were all optimistic about this team with this yeah. coach? Yeah, for sure. Okay, what's changed between then and now? Uh, we lose every game. <laughs> we lose every game, right? <laughs> but why? Game embarrassing fashion like there's no with Casey when we lost every game it was still like the other team's announcers would be like yeah this team's gonna come out and they're gonna fight you hard and they sort of did fight hard and we lost some close games like these are just like embarrassing bad losses like that's shit kicked out of them with no heart no hustle no fucking trying to win and it's like that's kind of coach wise no and uh, yeah, no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just like I'm just trying to say like if we were so optimistic at the beginning of the year, we still have a lot of the guys. We just haven't played a healthy game yet. We haven't played I, a game. Memphis was pretty healthy until the end. Memphis <laughs> was pretty healthy. Like all the guys were there, other than Monty Morris, and Monty Morris is not there. exactly like, until like until Duran hurt himself, which the game was already like kind of decided. Long. Yeah, that was a fully healthy team that got railroaded. By I saw on Twitter they said Jaron Jackson, Desmond Bain, and three strangers uh, <laughs> <laughs> cooked the Pistons. Like, uh, I get no it. it. It it is a coaching problem, which is why I think if we do hit that record, he's gone. I think it's a roster problem. I, I think I think it's put, an energy problem. You put prime, like, yeah. You put prime Greg Popovich on the team. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Yeah, I, I think it's not only like if we play. What are we at? 
we're at uh, 19 now, right? If we play the next eight games and come out with energy every single game and we still lose, then what? Well, we don't. We'll sk- probably we'll wouldn't. I'm just asking. They, yeah. they tried hard, and if there was energy, probably wouldn't lose eight straight. Okay, that's fair. I remember a quote I had. I think it was the first episode when we we're two and one. Um, I said we're gonna out hustle, out run, out jump a lot of teams, and we're we're gonna win a decent amount of games just because of that. And that kind of went away after that week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of it is Dern being injured, but it's also in the Hornets and the Bulls game is just gone. There's yeah. nothing. There's like, you know, we're still getting in the face of somebody. And I think Monty said, did Monty say it? Or did someone else say it on um, Pistons Live? Somebody needs to get mad. I don't know I who think, it is. I think they're mad. I think it's just, they're just not good. Like Connie said, like they're just not good at basketball. No, and it's like, much more the, fun. No, I'm and saying you're, like, like fire on the court. Like start yelling at somebody. You know, start we some... lost 19 straight. Yeah. We got yeah. nothing else to Get do. Shit on, boy. And then it's like, huh? You're talking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, who did we, who did we just yeah. get into a who got a scrum? Who is it? It was Duran and somebody else. Jordan Yang. Yeah. If Jordan Yang's picking on <laughs> like you don't Yang, that. the minibus. Yeah, the minibus. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, if that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I want more fire from this team. That's what everybody wants. I just don't know where it's going to come from. I don't I know think, when it's going to come. I don't think it's going to come for the rest of this calendar year. Okay. What, what we really need is just get hot one game and win a game. And then I think everything changes. Then people are going to start posting on Reddit. Are we back? Is he back? And then yeah, energy's then lose the next players game, are right? high-fiving again. I know, yeah. but we just need that one like game. We like, do. We do. Bogey, I drop agree. 40 points, get hot. Doesn't like That's really so all we need. Insurmountable. Right now, it seems it impossible. Does, doesn't it? Like, for, for, for this team, <laughs> I like forgot what it was. Like I was going for our TikTok today and I saw like the Pistons having a, a higher score than their opponent. I actually had to scroll back to make sure I saw that correctly. Like, I don't know what it's like to win a game anymore. It's crazy. What's our uh, schedule this week coming up? So we play Indiana, right? L. Yeah. And then we play uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> it's another L and beat another fifty point game. Oh, okay, double we... that because we play them twice. Yeah. That's okay. Great. Scores a hundred. And then uh, somebody <laughs> named uh, Giannis and Dame are our opponents after that. Uh, great. In Milwaukee. So. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're probably gonna get blown up. But at least the in season tournament is over. What's so up with that? Run up the score on us, but <laughs> hopefully Embiid rests. Then after halftime. Yeah. Who who sits this week? Let's play that game. Who sits right. this? To get to the record, it's twenty six, right? Single season. Losing. I think you looked at it. it was twenty six. We needed twenty seven to like surpass. So 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. All right. So to get to twenty six, the tie twenty six, we'd have to lose those five games. And then lose the next three games to the Hawks. Can do. How are we feeling? Yeah. Sadiq Bay 50 piece incoming. Here we go. Join us. The Jazz. That uh, could be a win. It could be a win. That's Especially if Mark Kennan is out. If, yeah. No, they're not. Yeah, they might. They might sit out. And then the Nets. I don't think the Nets would beat us. They're just. Consider they're consider yeah they're good at basketball unfortunately and then, and then to break the streak and hit twenty seven it's the Nets again 
So in those four games, you got to pick one out. Dude, not, uh... You know, I can't wait until we lose 26 straight and then pull out some random miracle to beat the freaking Nets on the 27th game. Wouldn't that be crazy? That's hey, right there. Are are we going to be present at that Nets game? Yes, we are. Oh, uh, we're going to see it, baby. Possibly oh break God. that streak. Uh, our papa, my papa has been nice enough to buy us Christmas gift presents. Uh, he really beat out the bank. I think Pistons tickets might be like a buck fifty right now. <laughs> Pistons tickets buck are inflation proof. Buck fifty uh, for four pizzas and a Coke and a ticket. That's what it is. Yeah. You can get them at, at any gas station right next to the 99-cent Arizonas. There are 99-cent You know, oh, a meme friend. you should post on me, you, you know that meme where, like, a person broke into my car. Like, I, I left my two tickets there. A person <laughs> broke in and left two more. Oh, yeah. Hey, wait, I'm the meme maker on this podcast. I'll get on Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Connie, <laughs> got the meme, man. I'll take a backseat to the Connie meme. But, yeah, no, I got my tickets on the scratching win. So, we're good to go. Uh, any other notes on this terrible, terrible Pistons team? I feel like there's more we can talk about, but I feel like we're just going to be repeating ourselves. I think there's really no need. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what else there is, but a real positive thing may be controversial. First of all, Nas Reed, I didn't know he was that good at basketball. (laughs) He's really good. Um, and you know, MVP often goes to the best player and the best team. Could Rudy Gobert win the MVP? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. I'm speak giving French. it to Mike Conley before that. <laughs> I don't speak French, but if Gobert wins it, it's something, something Paris. I, that's all I got. I don't. I mean, he could. He's been playing really well, but eh. he's you know, this is a really weird season. The Pistons are terrible. Gobert's gonna win. What a weird season. <laughs> yeah. Like, since the Pistons suck, have there been any other teams that y'all have been watching more than any other team and been enjoying this year? Uh, the Lions, uh, the Michigan Wolverines. The Lions lost today, right? Yeah, we yeah. did. The Lions yeah. did lose. So, I mean, they, they just decided, you know, like, hey, if everyone else is doing it, we should do it too. So they played like garbage today. They still have more wins than us in the calendar year. They sure do. Did you see us, Spurs, and the Wizards are like one in one in, 49, one in yeah. less 50. Yeah. And, and that one, one win was us, right? Against? Who's that one win come against? <laughs> the Wizards beat the Pistons. It's crazy. That is crazy. When do we play the Spurs? That's the win, honestly. I don't want uh, to let's say January play. 5th or something. So maybe it'll come New Year. Right. The uh, Wemby. How many points does Wemby drop that game? I say. 37. Seven. 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 When, when you're being checked by Stanley Amude, are you sure? <laughs> or no, Killian Hayes Aaron on the Roden. switch? Aaron Roden at that point, man. He's dropping buckets in the G League. Um, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to say. I'm upset Asar is off the bench still because it's the killing him, but um, we don't got to get into all that. He should start, yeah. Get into it. We're a little short on time. Just get into it. Okay. Um. So he's playing less minutes per game, right? And he's attempting 1.2 three-pointers more a game, which is obviously not a strong suit. He's still a 13% three-point shooter, right? Uh. So a different role when he's being moved to this bench, and it's it's a role he's not used to, right? Um, it's a role he's not good at. Yeah. It's a role he's not good at. His role? numbers are off a cliff, and I it's it's killing me to see because, you know, we when we're streakers at like eight, nine games, we're like, hey, 
at least the star can jump really high, you know? At least we'll see this once or twice a game. Uh, now it's just, hey, maybe we'll see it once every four I, games. I wrote this down that I wanted to bring up, actually. In that lineup I mentioned of IVK, Bogey, Asar, and Stu, mm-hmm. using Asar as the role man, I think, would completely change it rather than Stu. He can catch balls. He can make plays out of the pick and roll. Yeah. And he can get up for dunks. and Like, you can throw it up. For, like Yeah, if there's no Duran rolling, Asar should be the role. And I haven't seen a single like a Sarke pick and roll. I I don't remember. Like that really, like that would be good. Well, yeah. Especially in I that mean, lineup when Kate, like you guys have been saying, Kate has no help, man. Like even with Bogey out there, like he's just getting swarmed. He's not getting anything easy by the basket. And when he does get something easy, it's like he's expecting someone to block it, so he like tries to miss it. And that's probably why he's shooting whatever Connie said he was shooting from the five to nine foot range. Like, it's just terrible. But uh, any other notes uh, before uh, we wrap up this uh, therapy session? I hope everybody feels better. Rainbows, sunshine, no cloudy skies, blue skies. Anything else? Uh, Owen Pistons fans, stay alert. Emergency pod might happen. Pistons fans, go to bed after the game. There won't be an emergency (laughs) pod. (laughs) Go to bed during the game. There won't be. (laughs) Go to bed after we go up by four in the first quarter. That's the best it'll be. (laughs) Go to bed at tip off. It doesn't matter. Um. All right. Well, Pistons fans, we hope you really enjoyed this therapy session. Whoa, 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 what? What? what Are we doing record predictions or we just? (laughs) (laughs) Want to do record predictions? Does that mean you have anything other than zero and four? 0 and 5, how many games? No, no, no. Yeah, 0 and whatever. I'm taking it. No, we got to come up with different things for the O. So I'm goose egg and 4. What are you? Cheerio and 4? What else can you do? What else is our goal? Donut and 4? Make it more. Goose egg. Goose egg. Uh, Connie? I like donuts. I'll go donut and 4. One of those uh, inflatable, an inflatable ring. A pool. <laughs> <laughs> you made us get here for this record. I love it. It's perfect. It really fits in with your diarrhea trend from this pod, man. <laughs> what? Let's see in four. What? I'm talking about pool floaties here, man. Oh, pool floaties. I thought you were talking about like the little rings that you blow up and sit on when you got an issue down there. <laughs> No, I mean it works. Just anything you want to use works, man. This team is <laughs> Anybody gonna come on for a moment? Just like, oh on. yeah. When I turned on the Pistons game, I was like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> well, that's not a come on, bro moment. That's your fault. You turned it on. I mean Come on, bro. I'm come on bro. myself. Oh, you turned on the game for bro. <laughs> Uh, I can't think of anything. Oh, probably that bogey pass. Come on, bro. Lazy in the face. Come on, bro. Can't do that. I know that you're mad, but like, don't take it out on the fan. Was that at home? No, that was away. It was in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Last wrap up. Anything else? Anything else? Oh, Connie, you got a crystal ball. Give us a crystal ball. Oh yeah. I predict a lot of losses. Come on, come on. Give us a crystal ball, man. So lazy. Not uh, even trying anymore. Crystal ball. I don't know, man. Like, what else? Like, that's usually hater of the week. Do it hater of the week. I don't care. 
All right, Bogdanovich. Man, why can't you hit threes like that anymore? I can only hit the easy one. He's been back for three games. All right, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's a hater of the week, man. <laughs> Crystal ball, Bogdanovich, big three-pointer game, I guess. Okay, I know it's not my trademark, but my hater of the week is Alec Burks. Like, show up, bro. Like, I don't know where you went, but come back. Like, for real. Um. All right. Well, thank you, Pistons fans, for listening to this therapy session. It got wild. It got crazy. Let us know if you think it's panic time, if Troy Weaver should get fired, if Monty should get fired. Should we trade Cade Cunningham? Let us know, because I'm sure there are some of you out there who think we should trade Cade. So if you're still listening to this, again, truly appreciate it. Follow us on all social media platforms. And uh, I got nothing else to say. See you guys next week.